Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Welcome in to Timeless Talks with Nebraska track and field athletes. Chris Ramsey and Nico Schultz on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Yo, welcome back to Thomas Talks. You got your boys here, your host, Chris Ramsey, and my guy, Nico, the Puerto Rican Schultz. And today we have two amazing guests. Starting to the female to my left, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Megan Walker, and I'm a freshman at University of Nebraska-Lincoln. So whoop! And to the left of her. How you doing? It's Nick the Quick in the building. What's yes, up, what's sir. Up, what's yes, up, sir. Yes, sir. Quick, D Quick. Hey, y'all, don't forget to tap into the hotline at 402-464-5685. And we want to give a huge shout out to, oh, my bad. Canopy Street Market. Yes, and sir. And Wingstop. Thank you guys so much for all your constant support and love that you give the University of Nebraska track and field team. Yes. That's now, amazing. Let's go ahead and run in. So this is our first time having Megan on the show. We had Nick on. If y'all check out Timeless Talks on YouTube, you'll check out the video. But Megan, go ahead and tell us about yourself, where you from, and how you got here to Nebraska. Um, I run track for Nebraska, and I'm from South Dakota, so just kind of landed here, I guess. Nice, nice. Did you always think you'd be in Nebraska, or was it just... You know, I really wanted to go somewhere, like, really warm, like Florida or, like, North Carolina. That's mm. kind of where, like, my goal was, but then when I came to Nebraska, I just kind of fell in love with it. Mm. Well, what about it made it just, like, pow? Like, Favorite thing about yeah, Nebraska. spark your interest. You know, when I was on my visit, I saw Chris Ramsey, and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to be here. <laughs> so, You know, I I'm said the here. same thing when I came on my visit. I said Chris Ramsey. That's what everyone says. Exactly. Exactly. Mm, He's mm. just that guy. He's I'm him. glad. I'm glad. He is him. I'm glad I could be influential <laughs> to you guys' uh, future. And you guys are here with us now. It's amazing. What about you, Nick? I mean, nah, just it being in my uh, second time on the podcast and just seeing it where it is now is just crazy. You know, yeah. especially when we were just doing it like what? On the phone? Yeah. Recording. Now we got the now we got the mics with the headsets. Yeah. And, and the that. merch. And the merch. Don't and forget about the merch. Can't forget the merch. And the mugs. And the, and the jackets. <laughs> yes, sir. And the sweatpants. And the t-shirts. Whoa, whoa. And the hats. And the hats. And Come the on, hats. man. Y'all tap in. Y'all know. Yes, sir. <laughs> Shopify.org. You already know where to get it. So let's go ahead and tap in. Nick, what I never knew, we 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 had a podcast before, but what I didn't know is that you got freshman of the year in 2020, man. How did that make you feel? Tennessee. Man. I mean, not uh, especially in that little pandemic period. Yeah, bro. COVID was like before COVID. Life was pretty. It was pretty like like new and having this fun. Like everything was real fast paced, especially that 2019 before um, 2020. And so everything was like fast paced like that. And that was like my first kind of interest in the like D1 college. Mm. And I was just like, I at that point I took it seriously, like to like 90 uh, percent of stream. And then like I just kind of had fun with it. And my coach at the time. She um she kind of just urged me to kind of on this new training on just kind of being very much uh volume heavy, and that was my first volume heavy type of training. One thing led to another, and for some reason I got freshman of the year. Nice, nice. My first year that was like crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean. And a gold medal. I was just like, yeah, this all made no. For the people out there, what was your fastest time that year? Was your main event the four hundred or the two hundred? Yeah, 200? it was just it was just the four hundred. Four hundred. What was your fastest time that year that made you freshman of the year? That made that, you stand up. That was a forty seven six. Forty seven six. Forty seven five indoors. Oof. Nice. Uh, that's disgusting. Good. I mean, it doesn't mean anything to you, but for me as a four hundred meter oh, runner, Megan over here because she also runs a four. That's flying. So. Yeah, especially in, indoors is like it's right. pretty tough, especially and you and you're a freshman, right? And you come out and do that. Yeah, that's like 
you, you there. We need that spark this year, man. Hey yo, um, <laughs> shout out, shout out to Nico. Yeah, we gonna we gonna need that for exactly. sure. Exactly, Coach E's gonna get us right. Uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully, Coach e. pray yes, for him. Two hundred percent. Now let's bring it back over to Megan. Megan, uh, your accomplishments here. I got you, me and Chris, on our little research scavenger hunt. We got you at scavenger. twelve oh. I can't read his handwriting. I think Sorry. that's 04 and <laughs> twenty five one. Are those your fastest times, or do you have some more fast times? My two hundred time is a twenty four seven. Twenty four seven, okay. Shoot. Not reliable information. Oh, not reliable. Twenty four seven all day. Hey, was that on the? Okay, hold on. This not was reliable. during high school. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. We'll take that. This is during school. I'll so. do better with my research. You really should. Please, I bet <laughs> Okay. Besides that, though. Besides that, so we got these very fast times. How did you become a Division one athlete? What separated you from all the other South Dakota girls? I was the girl that was always the last person to practice. I was always the person that was pushing myself and my teammates in the weight room. And, you know, there's always going to be those people that are, like, too tired to work out. They always have excuses or skip practice for, like, they're sick or whatever. But I was always the person that was pushing my teammates. And I was always trying to be a leader. Even when I was in eighth grade and I got pulled up to high school, I was always the person that was setting an example. And I feel like that's what brought me to where I am. Mm. Who so, inspired that mentality? Sorry yeah. about that. No, you go. I was going to ask the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who inspired it? Why, why are you such a hard worker why when it comes to track and field? I want to know that. Yeah. I have had such great role models in my life. And my dad, for example, he came from a low point in life and made great accomplishments. He was a D1 football player and had no chance. And then he ended up getting, like, he was going to go to the drafts for the NFL, but ended up not going. So, yeah, he's really been my rock, and so is my mom. So, yeah, they're great nice. people in my life. The family. Shout out to the family. Shout out to the family. Yeah, shout out, shout out, shout out. Family so. first. Family first. Blood yeah. thicker than water. Y'all know that. Um, <laughs> bloody thicker than water. My man, yep. Nick, man. What about you, man? Who inspired you to the people who uh, didn't tap into the YouTube and your lifestyle? <clears throat> um, Just for them. Uh, For, like, inspirational purposes, it's been, like, a lot of people. Like I, it's like a lot of people. I gotta make sure I put their names out. But um, in the beginning, I really wasn't an athlete, to be honest. And like at age sixteen through seventeen, I was like a whole water boy <laughs> on the basketball team. Oh, that's fair. And being like six four, six yeah. three, you know, that was just like you know, what I mean, that was it with that time. And then once I kind of grown into myself and who I was, it kind of um, evolved to something like crazy. Like I always knew I wanted to be an athlete because when I watched the basketball players. They always used to be just, just always in the tension, always getting the likes. Mm-hmm. But I always did it for, like, the negative reasons of athletics. You? The, yeah, I wanted the uh, negative reasons first. Yeah. You know, I wanted like, the detention. Like, a lot of people oh, did. I wanted, okay. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted I the, um, I wanted the, you know, the glory during March. That's what the, the negatives for. And then once I, um, that was when I lived in Atlanta mm. for seven years. But then when I went to Memphis to live with my father, it was, um, it came to a situation where I was just, like, I tapped in, like, a different bag. Like, when people in Memphis, they have a whole different mentality. Because I was born in Memphis, but I had to move to Atlanta. Right. If you didn't know, uh, check it out on YouTube. But um, when I moved back to Memphis, it's like the mentality there is different. Like, they eat different. They breathe different. Like, everything's different out there. Like, for real. Like, they even talk different. They talk Maine. Right. You know what I mean? And so, um, I tried to hide it. <laughs> I tried to hide it when I talk. And it's just everything's different. And so, like, my first athletic experience, you know, I was just like, oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And then, you know, when a coach tell you, like, hey, yo, bro, you you not ready for real. And he looked you dead in the eye and tell you that, that just, it just hit different. Shout yeah. out to uh, Coach Edwards at the time. And then my uncle, who always used to be just in my neck and be like, yo, bro, you're not really trying to be an athlete. You're just trying to be here for the glory and the stats. I'm like, yeah, you got me. Yeah. And then once I just kind of typed in who I really wanted to be in the athletic field, it just dominoed effect. And once it showed, it just, yeah. And, like, 
year and a half. Yeah, that's that's crazy. But uh, my bad. Speaking of Memphis, though, you talking about how they all had like breed different, you know, ate different, spoke different. You know, that mentality was different. Would you say that that mentality sparked your entrepreneurship, your business mentality? Oh, hundred and thirty percent. I I, I can stand on a rock and say that. Like, nah, we we in high school. Dude selling the snacks. They'll buy it. They'll buy the snacks wholesale from Costco. Sell it and like for like a whole percent cheaper from what the wholesale price was, yeah. the percentage price. And then you sell it. You sell it like for like two dollars, like twelve dollars in the pack. And then they'll sell it for like two fifty when it only was like a, a dollar yeah. for a wholesale pack. And then that that's just they'll do it right there in flipping. the classroom. They're flipping. They're flipping money right there. Nice. Young entrepreneurs. Like shout out to all the people in Memphis. <clears throat> And back in high school, Southwind, and then um, it just kind of dominoed. They were hustling just any type of snacks, shoes, clothes. It was just, that's how it is up in Memphis. Like, everyone hustles everything. And yeah. so that just, for me, that automatically sparked the entrepreneurship. That yeah. was just naturally for yeah. me. That's, that's what's up. I got a question for both of you guys. So I know Nick is awesome in the business. Uh, Megan over here, she's big into NIL. So far, I saw you had like one or two little deals going on. Congratulations. Nice. So it. with all the success that you guys have, there's a lot of negativity and a lot of hate that comes with that. What is your guys' number one strategy and coping mechanism when it comes to hate and people talking negative about you? Uh, talk, talk that talk, Megan. Go ahead. Uh, that's a big question. I would have to say that I'm to the point in my life where like I don't care if people are going to talk negative about me because there's always going to be people that are trying to put you down. And so I've just gotten to like where I have to believe in myself and like people that are important in my life, I matter what they think of me and like what I post and like what I'm getting into. So I just have to like build my brand and have a good image. You go, Nick. Um, <laughs> especially for that negativity. Um, I think Chris, I think Chris and Nico like stand toe to toe with the negativity that you can get, especially when you're trying to grow something. It's just like people going to be like, yo, bro, why are you, why are you doing it this way? Why are you doing it that way? You know what I mean? And especially when they start seeing the numbers, it's just like, yo, bro, they, that, that, that number cap. Exactly. Like when Chris, you know, he has 38,000 <laughs> on Instagram. Like Talk to him. Half of those got to be bots. I mean, Megan, is that true? That's 100% true. They're all bots. <laughs> hey, that's hey. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, go ahead and get some clarification. You heard it first. It's bots. Clarification. Let's go. I was um, joking on my end, but yeah, Megan, so you're joking. crazy for thinking about the bots. I don't know. I, I, I've seen this man work and earn for all those followers, but... Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, Your scandalous TikToks get you all those followers. Wow. <laughs> hey, hey, go ahead and talk. Shots ahead, fired. Hey, clear um, the air up. Clear the air up. It's a little thick in here. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, for the people that don't know, go ahead and follow me, Christopher underscore Ramsey underscore uh, IG. But anyways, uh, my TikTok, though, what she's speaking of, I don't really know. But why I started, Stand when I started uh, TikTok, a lot of it was uh, motivation, fitness content. Uh, my first viral video was... Uh, you know, you want to get your get your gains and everything, you know, you got to get your heart broke and that sparked, you know, it, it was kind of crazy. But uh, from there, I mean, we just we just been doing what works. You know, I learned if something works, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Don't reinvent the wheel. So a lot of stuff I've seen work, you know, I keep doing it. Uh, rinse and repeat uh, type deal. But uh, yeah, I feel like all, all my people are pretty real, pretty nice community. A lot of them bought me some nice home house warming gifts. You know what I'm saying? Like can openers and scissors and stuff. That's amazing. So, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, tell us, tell us a little bit about your your social media influence. Like, why? Like, what it, what is it you do? Like your TikTok and everything. I'm not as good as Chris, but I'm working on it. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to get out there on TikTok. I guess trying to be like Chris, post inspiring get things. Get yeah, get bots. Get bots. Definitely. Yes, I'm definitely by bots. <laughs> um, trying to grow my Instagram. I've been doing like a few nil posts, so that's kind of just yeah. it's going well. 
yeah. Just paying the bills. Oh. Well, I mean, when you see a person that has that many followers, though, especially when they pop up in your DMs, I mean, it has to be appealing, right? Jesus oh, yeah. Just to clarify, Chris Ramsey slid in my DMs. Oh, not on the pod. Not on the pod. <laughs> Sorry. The you pod. know, that? no, no, no. See, I had to welcome her as a new Husker, you know, as we do with all new Huskers. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. you yeah. did it with all of them? Yeah. Wow. Totally. Even you, Nick, right? Remember I talked to you and your family when you pulled up? Because we didn't know until you got here that you were coming here. Yeah, shout out to the front office. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I tapped in with you and your family when y'all pulled up at the track, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely, he definitely, he definitely tapped in, especially when I first came here. They, they yeah. um, Chris definitely tapped in with me. And that was, uh, that was a very good experience, especially just kind of yeah. seeing and picking his brain apart. So, Megan, you are scene. not special when it comes to that, so. It's okay, though. You, you are special because you made it here. D1, track and field, that's amazing. That's, a, that's amazing right there. Right there. Many, many, many don't make it, so I'll just get a round so of applause special for now. I'm just... I don't feel special anymore. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. But Some no. steam went down. <laughs> oh, we got. Oh, let's go ahead and check out. We got a caller here. Let's tap in. Hello. What's up, guys? How you guys doing? <laughs> Mario, Yo, what up, my boy? What's up, Mario? What are you guys doing right now? Podcast. Yes, sir. What you up to? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing much. Just tapping in. Hey, we appreciate that. Every single day we on the pod, you tapping in. Thank you for the love and the support, Mario. Yes, sir. Thanks for You're calling welcome. in, bro. Peace out. <clears throat> no. I told you Mario was going to call it. Hey, bro, shout out to it, Mario. Bro. Shout out, big shout, shout out. out big shout out, big Mario. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. But let's go ahead and get into this, yo. All of us are track and field, y'all. I want to hear y'all thoughts on how the season is going for y'all so far. Let's go ahead and start it up with Nick. <clears throat> Nick nah, um, quick. The season, I feel like, is um, especially. I don't. I don't. One thing I hate doing is comparing myself to the competitor. It's just like, that's not. Who's the competitor? Well, other schools, you know, oh, other yeah, schools yeah, up there, fair. the yeah, other yeah. Big Ten schools we got to compete with at the end of the year. It's just like I hate judging myself to those competitors. But in that first Big Ten experience and seeing the competitors and seeing what we go up against and seeing us actually make it there, most of us don't even make it there to like because we, we get injured or we get like um, sustaining type of no, – no no shots to you, Chris, but it was just like it's just sustainability. Yeah. Um, sustainability, <laughs> I think we're doing good. But far as like training-wise, I like I, I don't know for real. I'm I'm a little lost, but I know I know me and Nico doing straight damage. Hey, ups and downs, bro. Ups and downs, though. It's it's only natural, only natural. But it's um, I really feel like it's some growth that can definitely happen. It's just everyone just needs to get on that type of page, yeah, to be that type of level. So, yeah, Megan, how Um, are you adjusting to the college training? College is definitely different than high school. That's what I learned, and Mm -hmm. like everyone is hurting, which (laughs) I wasn't expecting. Like I can barely walk. Yeah, and so. It's yeah, it's crazy how different it is and how much locked in and how much more mental it is in high school. So yeah. that was really surprising, but I feel like the team looks amazing and I can't wait to see how this season goes. Yeah, 100%, 100%. What about you, Chris? <clears throat> um yeah, I mean, as uh how I feel like it's going so far. It's going. It's going really well. Um I love the freshmen that we have, the energy that we have, the new energy. Um I love that we have a coach um, that is very, you know, consistent when it comes to our emotions outside of track as well as onto the track. Um, he's a role model in itself. Um, yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like it's going pretty well. Uh, I have no idea where it's going though. I think it's going up, but we'll see when we get to the, uh, to the meets. What about you, my boy? 
100% agree. I mean, I'm glad to have a trainer parlor like my man Nick right here. Talk to him. I know at the same times we do be going through our ups and downs. Like yesterday, we were looking forward to that workout together. You went through it two weeks ago. We were going at at that workout. I went through it. I was, I was on hurt. the ground. I was hurt. Like I said, it's just a wave, man. So like I said, having somebody who, you know, coming off last season, a Big Ten champion, placing mm-hmm. six at the 600 last year, and having that in practice to push me, I mean, it's a lot. It means everything. So I'm really excited to see the type of damage we're going to compete this year, this year in the Big Ten. I very much I very much appreciate Nico as a, a training partner. But I can say also as well to kind of concur off your statement, um, the freshman here, especially Megan, especially her mm-hmm. having us here, I was actually just studying them. I actually, for me, I just kind of sit back and study our freshmen mm-hmm. right. that come in because they're like kind of new in the whole experience. Yeah, yeah. And I can just say this for Megan off the strength. Like I saw you when you came, first came in, and for many, like for many herself, and being like my years here in college, I was like, oh yeah, Megan's just no offense, Megan. I was like, I was like, she's just another pretty face. Oh, you called me pretty. And then I was just like, and then I was like, hold on now, like is she gonna be a pretty face, but like lackluster in athletics. Mm. And then that's like that's many of like the whole like circle like they have a pretty face but like look like, than athletics. But when I actually seen a train, yeah, which is like the part I actually she care can about. Back it up. She can back it up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we in the workouts and she like she dog walking some of the other people. I'm like, oh yo, yeah, she got that. She got that dog in her for real. Like she's just not the face and just not that. It's just crazy how yeah. she do that. 100%. That's facts. That's facts. Do you guys have favorite freshmen? We do. We do have but let's go freshmen. ahead and talk about that right after this break. We're right after this break right here. Yes. <laughs> 